0: On the spot. spot. On the spot. Movie It's a great film. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, it is PG 13 in our theater. Uh, so I had no desire to see it. But honestly, it worked out uh, very well. It was actually uh, originally called God Park. Five stars. I'm going to say one star. I will never see it again. Um, and I feel bad for those who spent their money to go see it in the first place. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thought on the Spot Movie Reviews. My name is Tommy. Um, It has been a minute. Um, The movie that we're reviewing today, Onward, came out on March 6, 2020. Uh, Today is March 29th, so it's been a bit. Um, uh, Heads up, there will be spoilers during this review. Not so much intentionally, but just rather to call out... um, things in the story. The reason why I'm doing that is because this was released um, back on March 6th and I never got a chance to review it at the time. I actually had to rewatch the film to uh, remember some things. So a lot of this review is coming back from that, you know, the second review. But the reason, the reason for the delay is, um, you know, we're, we're going through a big pandemic right now of the COVID-19 or or coronavirus, Uh, it's impacted a lot of people's lives, Um, you know, a lot of people are having to stay home, work from home, some uh, jobs are considered essential uh, uh, outside of this podcast, Uh, my role or what I do is an essential job, so I'm still going to work until they do, you know, a a lockdown or, you know, you got to stay in your shelter. And if that happens, then, uh, you know, luckily, I'm lucky enough to still be able to work from home. But I can't imagine what it's like for, you know, those who can't or those who are getting laid off. Um, so it's, it's definitely a scary time with people having to stay home, you know, trying to, you know, not go too down, too far down the rabbit hole of how this impacts society, but going back to a focus on. You know, movies, um, movie houses have shut down. And so, you know, they, they, there's no, right now, there's no longer the opportunity to go to a theater and see a film. And because of that, a lot of these films that were supposed to be coming out are now being released in a streaming format. You know, I know that Fandango, right now, you can go to their website and you can uh, pay essentially for a ticket to stream the film. You know, and I, I think that. This could change things, but I think also, you know, we have now an even bigger opportunity for um, for piracy to occur, right? You know, people are able to stream these brand new movies from the home. What's what's to stop them? And you know, you may think that well, companies like Fandango have features in place, much like Netflix has a feature on their app, if you haven't noticed. But you can't screen grab from the app. It will it will. Uh, block it or stop the video, and I'm sure Fandango has something uh, similar in place, but that doesn't mean that these things aren't hackable, you know, and people will figure ways around it and then they will, you know, steal that and offer it online at a better quality video at that point for people to pirate or download. So, one of two things will happen is, you know, as a society, if we get, well, when we get through this uh, and, and life goes back to normal, you know, um, at that point, do movie houses realize that this is why we still need to keep movies in movie houses, you know, and, and that being mainly for piracy reasons, you know, there is a huge opportunity or cash grab for these, um, companies, these movie companies to, um, you know, make money in the theater. And then it's always been the aftermath. What used to be rental, you know, now available through streaming or whatnot, or cable channels, et cetera, is where the additional funding came through. You know, a big part of, of the movie franchise was that, you know, you would go to a blockbuster or you would go to a Hollywood video or whatever the, the, the video provider, um, in, in, in your area had. And that was an, additional window you know there was a there was a window of time where you could only rent that film you could not buy it um, I myself managed a movie store in my youth and remember that I remember that you know our our video stores sold previously viewed tapes and new but there was a gap window where you could only rent the video out we would have customers come in asking to buy it and we would tell them that there's no purchase available and and i mentioned this window because it no longer exists and the thing that's funny about this is uh you know going digital like we have has essentially pulled that window away from movie houses so that was already a hindrance being occurred you know granted we have red box but even as Red Boxes existed, um, you know, which which essentially put like our blockbusters and Hollywood videos out of business, even even Red Boxes is, is slowly losing that momentum because everything's becoming digital. So, you know, the, the hope is that, um, you know, even though movie houses move to more of a streaming digital interface, I truly hope that we don't lose theaters, right? I hope we don't go so digital that we lose that um, because of this pandemic. We're noticing places locally, I've seen stories, and I don't know if this is even beyond, but um, theaters are converting uh, drive-ins, you know, so people can go in their vehicles to a drive-in to watch the movie on the big screen. And I think that that's, you know, an amazing workaround. We have a drive-in that has been here in Utah for years, um, and they still haven't closed. Now, I will admit that, you know, growing up, this drive-in theater was much more um, it was it was a uh, more well known I guess is the best way to, to put it when these last couple of years as I went um, the you know attendance is, isn't as high uh, and and also you know to be honest people are in their cars but people also in their vehicles are not respectful of others near them so you know, that also takes away from the movie going experience as well. So I I get that a drive-in may not be a primary, but it definitely is cool to see that through this pandemic, it's an alternative that's available to enjoy and that some movie houses are doing that. I'm expecting our local one uh, to open shortly too, or I would like to see that happen. Realizing that this is going on, them offering that opportunity. I mean, first of all, they'd make, you know, a killing on it. but also, it just helps us to get back to that and be able to view films. But until then, we have our things like Fandango, and I, I've seen other sites. I think Amazon provides them, but they provide them at a uh, much higher price. I haven't seen like where Fandango you can pay like six ninety nine to see it. Where the prices I feel like I've seen on Amazon have been a post streaming release, and they're you know they're charging like nineteen ninety nine or something like that to own a digital copy-ty, copy, copy, copy. But so that's my opening, and and uh, and I know that was a bit of a rant. Um, we are going to review onward, but wanted to kind of talk about you know why there's been this pause, why there's this delay, and, and really what's going on, you know, in in the industry that I discuss in each review. You know, if if these movies weren't being made or were available, then I would you know then I definitely have a different hobby, I suppose. Um, and so seeing this is is kind of scary, you know. Um, there's not a lot out there for me to really view right now Be and and furthermore, you know, things that have been being filmed um, are stopped are, you know, are stopped being filmed. You know, a lot of us are staying at home and we're binge watching like crazy. You know, the big thing right now is this Netflix special um, Tiger King, I believe is what it's called. But, you know, we're binge watching like crazy and as these production studios are shutting down you know that also means that there's gonna be a gap all this binge watching is gonna you know we're gonna go into syndication for a while Uh, I remember when we had the writer's strike and uh, you know we started to experience that a little bit I think I think we're gonna see you know something a lot bigger here Uh, So it's it's interesting to think about just in in those respects how this will impact how it's already impacted now, but impacting, you know further out in the future. So uh, All right, let's jump it. Let's jump into it. So March sixth was when it when Onward was released Um, It is an animation adventure comedy. I don't know if I mentioned that because I was on my soapbox or whatnot uh, the rating is PG. The runtime is an hour and 42 minutes. It's directed by Dan Scanlon, who I looked up. He's also directed uh, Monsters University. Um, looks like it's a short called Tracy, and uh, and then like another little short called Mater in Ghostlight. Not a huge. Uh, resume as director now he's been a part of other stories as part of like the executive creative team you know with Pixar Toy Story 4 things like that but as an actual director I think this was his big you know this this was the big one this is the the one that was gonna kind of put him on the map so um, I'm gonna take a drink here so uh, he got a good cast right he got an excellent cast he got Uh, Tom Holland, who plays Ian Lightfoot, Uh, you'd recognize Tom Holland from, you know, uh, Spider-Man, you know, the Spider-Man and Marvel franchise, where he plays Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He also played in The Current War. Now, I intentionally mentioned this film. Um, In the film, The Current War, he plays Samuel Insull. Now, there's another interesting story around this movie, and I'm going to review that next, I think. Um, funny story. The current war came out in 2017, but I don't think that it was actually released really to theaters until 2019. There was a lot of stuff going, uh, uh, you know, uh, around that film, um, and I don't know what it is entirely. Um, I, I'll be honest. I don't remember it actually really fully being released in theaters. But anyway, he played in that, which was surprising. And the current war has quite a cast, by the way. Um, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, plays um, uh, Edison, you know, uh, and and th- there's other stars I can't think of them off the top of my head right now, but great cast, surprised that the movie didn't do more, so I'm in the middle of it right now, actually, and plan to finish it, but um, Tom Holland was in that, so, uh, and I think this was right after the Spider-Man um, fame, so... You know, essentially, then we've got Doctor Strange playing with Spider-Man in a movie uh, about uh, Tesla and Edison and um, uh, Westinghouse, I think is what it's called. Anyway, getting back on track, sorry. Uh, Also playing in Onward in this film is Chris Pratt, who plays Barley Lightfoot. He recognized Chris Pratt, obviously, also from the Marvel franchise, so, you know, Chris and Tom have worked together before. but. Mainly in Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's played Peter Quill, um, also Star-Lord. He's also fairly well-known for Jurassic World franchise, where he's playing Owen Grady. um, And the next one of that is coming out soon. So, from what I understand, they're bringing a lot of the original Jurassic Park cast into that. uh, If not all of them. So, exciting. Uh, Also playing in the film, we have Julia Louise Dreyfus who plays Laurel Lightfoot. Uh, You'd recognize Julia from Seinfeld, where she played Elaine Bennis, and also Veep, where she plays Selena Meyer. We have Octavia Spencer, who plays the Manticore. Um, Octavia, you'd recognize uh, for Hidden Figures, where she played Dorothy Vaughn, and The Help, where she played Minnie Jackson. Octavia's uh, super talented, right? So to have her part of this film, another huge thing for Dan Scanlon. And Kyle Bornheimer. Now, um, I didn't know. Well, so uh, Kyle Bornheimer, uh, Kyle Bornheimer, plays Wilden Lightfoot, who is the father. Uh, and be honest, we don't get to hear a lot from Kyle or Wilden in the film, as you know, um, if you've seen the trailer. You know, there's no top. So, uh, but the the parts that you do, I would have, I would not have pulled him out. and I thought that was interesting that he was in the film who played who played uh, the dad. Now you'd recognize Kyle from She's Out of My League, where he plays Dylan. But most recently, he's in a new TV series called Avenue 5, where he plays Doug. Uh, Avenue 5, if you haven't seen, it, also stars Josh Gad and um, Hugh Laurie House. Uh, Hugh Laurie plays in it too. It's about a, a cruise ship but it's a space cruise ship. So if you want to check that out. I'm not going to say anything about it. There's been mixed opinions. So check it out if you're interested. The plot of the film, Plot of Onward, is that it is set in a suburban fantasy world. Two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, go on a journey to discover if there is still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father, who died when they were too young remember in times of old the world was full of wonder and magic but times change i'm a mighty warrior morning mom hey birthday boy by the laws of yore, i must dub thee a man today kneel before me that's okay i have a gift from your dad he just said to give you this when you were both over 16. No way! It's a wizard, staff. Dad was a wizard! What? Your dad was an accountant. This spell brings him back. For one whole day, Dad will be back! What? Back? Like back to life? That's not possible. It is with this! I'm gonna meet Dad? Oh, what did I do? Hi. We only have 24 hours to bring the rest of him back. Until then, ta-da! Oh, that's great! Dad, you look just like I remember. Ah! You got a problem, Shane? Oh, no. Ah! We might be out of gas. But it says we have a full tank. No, that doesn't work. Growth spell. We grow the can, and then the gas inside will grow with it. Elbows up. I'm trying to focus here. huge and you're oh no (laughs) okay so that was the trailer for onward now um one thing i want to mention as you you know go back listen to it again you know and the reason why is i don't feel like even when i'm watching the trailer it does not feel like Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julie Louise Dreyfus, I mean, they're all in there. They're all in the trailer. All the voices, uh, all the people I mentioned, except for Kyle Bornheimer, are in that trailer. And as you're listening to it, honestly, the only person I can pick out, 100%, Chris Pratt. Um, the rest, like, you can't really tell. And this isn't a bad thing. They they pull off the voices for the characters very well. It's just, it's... it's um, it's interesting to have such big stars who don't really have super identifiable voices. And what I mean is, you know, Toy Story, when Tom Hanks and Tim Allen are talking, that's Tom Hanks, that's Tim Allen. You can picture them. You can you can almost see them portraying the characters as they're standing behind the microphone, right? Um, but in this film, you don't, you never picture Julia L- Louise Dreyfus being the mom. You really don't. It, it's, uh, and Tom Holland. Being Lightfoot, uh, it's just interesting. Um, so good. so go back, listen to it if you want to see what I mean, and, and then come back. All right. As a reminder, we're gonna we're gonna jump into the review now. Again, this is a second view review, and also spoilers. Um, movie's been out for a while, so the idea here is, you know, I'm gonna be giving away stuff. I, am I gonna give away the everything? No. I'm not gonna tell you how it ends. But I am going to be giving away stuff, and and so that, that's your warning. If you want to stop now, come back later. Now it's time to do it. All right, here we go. So, uh, the beginning is great. How it's you know it talks it, it, so it talks about magic, and um, you know back in the olden days, uh, this was the way. But as time has progressed, magic has slowly faded away because of technology, you know, uh, and they show kind of a similarity of, you know, a magician, I shouldn't say magician, a wizard, we'll say wizard is, you know, creating light out of a bulb or, or you know, something magical, and then we see someone who invents the light bulb, funny, we just talked about the current war, and Edison, anyway, and you see someone invent this light bulb, and it's much easier. You actually see this guy who's training to try to be a wizard and be able to create the light, and then he sees that and he, and he realizes the simplicity of technology. Right? I liked how they did that. I thought I thought that was very unique. Um, how they kind of showed how technology had changed their history—that um, life no longer really needed magic because tech filled it and made it easier to do. Um, than of course, learning magic, right? Uh, it was also interesting to see Pixar kind of take on the approach of a teenager in, in this story. Um, you know, usually Pixar tries to hit kind of a younger kids in their stories, you know, toddlers or, or you know, much younger, um, and it was interesting to see how they kind of incorporated certain life moments that a teenager has, you know, like driving tests and social acceptance in crowds at school and you know and trying to find out who they truly are you know and these were all big points in the film that they're trying to kind of build out of this character Uh, who is Ian by the way now you know coincidentally all of these things happen uh on on one day which happens to also be Ian's 16th birthday so it's that weird like wow we have like 20 coincidences happening here at the same time Uh, so that's, that's kind of funny that, that all of these things are having, you know, the driving test and, um, you know, and then the birthday. Um, I do love that, uh, you know, there's a part where we hear Ian's dad, um, talk on a tape, you know, he's recorded what he's telling me or he's recording, he's recording something. I shouldn't say, you know, what, if he's saying or telling anything, but he does hear his dad, you know, speaking on the tape and, and it's those connections that we have, You know, when a loved one has passed away, um, you know, some of us may have videos or, you know, we look at pictures and for Ian in this case, you know, he gets to listen to his dad's voice. You know, for Star Lord, for instance, he listens to his mom's um, mixtape, you know, uh, that's how he remembers her. So, um, as I saw this, I remembered working for a cell phone company. and. a pretty famous cell phone company and we would get calls from customers that would get upset if their voicemail was reset um, because they had had voicemails that they would listen to from you know loved ones that had passed away and I remember one specific call it was funny you know as I'm watching the film and this tape's playing I remember this one specific call where uh, you know I I had to literally listen to a customer cry because the voicemails had been deleted, we, we, you know, as a company, we had went through and reset the voicemails. Keep in mind, tons of things were done in advance to let the customers know, but, but they were gone, and, um, you know, and, and her mom had passed away, and all she had left really were these voicemails of her mom telling her, you know, whatever, mom's leaving voicemails, and, you know, that that's so that's hard. That's a hard call to take, and I remember thinking that, and you know, there was nothing we could do. We. You know we couldn't get those back so um, anyway it reminded me of that story so that that really kind of connected with me in some way and that that's how Ian was dealing with losing his father now um, the magic of their dad leaving them something uh, for specifically you know Ian's 16th, 16th birthday and they, they don't say it for in that specific way it just so happens mom kind of goes hey your father said when you were both, you know, 16 or older to give you this. So again, this happens to be another thing that's on Ian's birthday. And I thought that was really cool that kind of like the dad um, knew that there was, that uh, essentially they would not be able to utilize or even have the concept of being able to do magic until a certain age. So it was like this gift that was left for until that happened. Um, And I thought that was kind of thoughtful that the dad had done that. You know, one thing I didn't catch, and I don't—I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention in the second rendition or second time, I should say, of seeing the film. But we never find out how the father dies. I don't think I—I—we I, find out he was a good guy. I don't remember us finding out how he dies, and I think that bugged me a little bit. I kind of wanted to know. So, um, if you see it and and they do mention it, great. But I, I. I feel like that that's something that we should have had in there. Um, I am grateful that they have pictures of of their dad throughout the film, so you got to see what he looked like. But I did not like the fact that you don't you don't ever truly get to see him and watch him talk. Um, and I think I kind of wanted that. you know, we get to see the pictures and we get to hear the tape, but we don't get to see both hand in hand. And and I know the message the movie is trying to give, but I still wanted to see that happen in one way or another, and we don't get that. And I don't, I don't think I really liked that. I think I wanted to see Dad interact with, you know, both the sons. And again, spoilers here, right? Um, that's upsetting to me because of the way that Ian is impacted. And I get that there's this twist at the end for Ian, anyway. Where he kind of realizes, you know, you know, who his father was, right? But I think that I don't know. So let me say this. I, I, I and and I took some notes, so I'm gonna get to these notes here, but I like the story, but would say that you know, I had more hopes for this film and I felt a little let down. I like the concept of, of them going on a quest, I think that's awesome. Um, but I think it would have been a better story. I believe if they were able to actually bring their father back, you know, early in the film, earlier, um they still have a task to complete. They bring him back and then they find out that they must finish a quest together. Uh, you know, to you know, there's a new quest, right? For instance, um that you know, We know that the dad disappears in a certain amount of time, so let's say that the quest that they get to go on is a way to keep him around longer, so, so it was like there was this final quest where their dad gets to know the boys more as they've grown up in, into kind of men, you know, 16 or whatever, and fight to complete this mission, and then in some weird plot twist, they realize that in order to complete the quest, they actually have to let their dad go that, you know, that when their father died, and here's the thing, right, we never found out how he died. So here we find out that, they find out that their father died um, killing an evil threat, you know, maybe even using magic, right? So before magic was completely lost, they find out that one, their dad was was using it, which is why he left them the present, and that he was killing a threat, right? And they, they realized that, you know, it was a great magic that allowed them the opportunity to have him for just this one day but if they were to keep their father around it will erase this quest in the past that their father had done and died doing okay and so it's at this time that they realize that the family that they've had since their father's death has always been enough and it would be selfish to try to keep their dad there. Therefore, you know, scratching out what their dad did in the past, and, and at that point, actually ends up releasing a greater threat. So, you know, with one final goodbye, they kind of realize that um, they're saving the lives of many by letting go of their father, and then there's kind of like a goodbye there. I think that would have been thousand times better, thousand times better, and I think that would have given me the Pixar feeling that we normally get from a Pixar film. I, you know, Pixar does have the feel goods here, but I think that they miss something. It's, um, I think they were trying to play too much on like the the comic humor, the you know, the new stepdad or soon to be stepdad and how his laugh and the way his his you know, the way he is, um, things like that. I, I think kind of stepped away from it. Um, so that's you know, that's my opinion there. I didn't like the small fairy bike gang. Uh, and I say that and it sounds funny it's, and and when I'm thinking this right I'm thinking that the writers were in a room and mentioned what if we had fairies that were in a bike gang right and it sounds funny but the way they pulled it off in the film is is hokey and silly um, very tight cast I guess for a, a biker character to to a point where it almost gets annoying it's cute at first and then it just gets annoying Um yeah, I did like the way that it seemed like that the brothers finally had a chance to bond and get to know each other better than they did before. That was a part of the story that as, as you know, I'm sure these writers are building it. They were building that concept because we get to the point of realization for Ian where it kind of comes full circle. But um, that's one part that I think that they did well. I just think that they could have included the father a little bit differently in those aspects as well. Uh, As I mentioned, you know, in the film, it does give you the feel-goods that you expect from a Pixar film. I just don't feel like that, you know, like I said, I I didn't get it as much that I had hoped for. It's not terrible, but I will admit when watching it for the second time, um, I found it hard to pay attention. Uh, So, I feel like this film will fall um, a little like Inside Out did. Inside Out is a good film, okay? Probably better than this one, in my opinion. But uh, it's a good movie. I think a lot of people will forget it exists. Um, you know, unless some random channels, you know, as you're flipping through the guide, you may watch it. Uh, I think that the biggest hype for this film is going to be, it, you know, if we look at history, it was one of the first films that I think they kind of, Disney stepped in and said, hey, um, we're going to start streaming this, we're going to start having it available, and it's going to be available to buy on this date, and this is all due to coronavirus, and I think, you know, that's one thing to remember this movie for, is that it did take a step forward in this direction, and then we saw, um, well, what, what is it, Blood, Blood, something, the Vin Diesel film, Blood, vein, Blood, anyway, um, that started to do it, and then, you know, we kind of saw uh, everything else starting coming in too, so. There you go, maybe onward, we'll get a little bit more fandom because of that, especially because kids are stuck at home, they're not at school, this was an opportune movie for all parents to have their kids watch, so we have that factor there too. For me, I feel like it's a two and a half out of five. I'll give it a half. Um, Two and a half out of five stars, um, that is my rating. Uh, Stingers during or after the credits, there are none, so you know, once those credits start rolling, if you're watching it on Netflix, it's okay to click OK early to jump to that next film. This concludes my review of Onward. 31 minutes, people. Sorry. Um, like I said, the world's changing. I, I felt like in a weird way I wanted to say something, so I did. As always, I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen. If you are a first-time listener, you can follow us and subscribe through Facebook. That's www.facebook.com forward slash thought on the spot movie reviews. Uh, We're available through anchor.fm. That's uh, anchor.fm forward slash thought on the spot for us. Thought on the spot. all run run together there. But it's because of Anchor that we're available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You know, this is normally where I sign off. You know, I say, this is another review in the can. Until next time, grab some popcorn and your favorite drink and go out and see a great film with your family, friends, or just spend some time to yourself. Now, here's the problem. You can't go out. So, uh, guys, this is another review in the can. Until next time, microwave some popcorn, grab your favorite canned beverage, and sit on your couch with your family, your friends, or maybe just spend some time to yourself. And most importantly, have a great night. Stay safe, everybody.